0: Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, Leader of the Heart. I want to welcome you to the Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. Hey, my name is Dominic. I'm the leader at the Heart. Uh, I know it's been a while, uh, but I'm grateful that you guys are here this morning. We are uh, in, our, uh, in our series that we have been going for a couple of weeks called Redefine. Now, before we get into the message today, there is uh, something special I want to share with you guys. So uh, we have been at Evo uh, here in San Marcos for just over five years. And Evo is making big changes. They're, uh, uh, they're changing the flex room that we used to meet in into a movie theater, and we've been in here. And what we have really felt is we want to make sure that we have space and room to grow. And so what we've done recently is we're going to be moving to Hernandez Elementary School starting uh, uh, June the 19th. So June the 5th, and this is why I said follow us on social media, June the 5th is going to be our last Sunday here at EVO. So we'll be here next week, we'll be here the week after, and then after that we won't be at Evo any longer on Sundays. We're going to be at Hernandez Elementary School. Now on the 12th, we're going to have kind of a setup uh, kind of party and we're going to figure out how things are going to look in the cafeteria at Hernandez Elementary School and then our first in-person experience at Hernandez is going to be on June the 19th. Y'all, we believe strongly that this is a brilliant move for our church, for our community, for this, uh, you know, we've, it's been so weird the last couple of years for everyone in every area uh, of business and life and especially church, but we believe that this next step into Hernandez Elementary School is going to be fantastic for us as a community to grow and build and be a place where people, uh, you know, there was, there was something about this room that I I have always loved evil. that's why we've been here for so long, but there's only 50 seats in here. And so I want to be able to have a place where you have room, I mean, I know you have a lot of room to go like this and kick your feet up and all of that stuff. Uh, but I want to be able to have room for, you know, 50 people to do that, 100 people to do that, 150 people to do that. So what I want to challenge you with today uh, for the next couple of weeks is to start talking to people in your life. Say, hey, this church I'm going to, this community that I'm a part of, on June 19th, Father's Day, we're going to be starting at Hernandez Elementary School at 10 a.m. I want you to be reminding people, talking to people about that, inviting people. The biggest thing you can do is a personal invitation for something that you find valuable in your life. Right? It's one thing if you're following us on social media, but if I called you and I said, hey, I want you to be at Heartbeat, if I called you and I said, hey, I want you to be there on June 19th, Father's Day, all of that is different than you just seeing it on a calendar in social media. So we have big things coming up. There's going to be more vision to come. We want to invite you to that Heartbeat. There's going to be a few vision meetings leading up to that. So look for an invitation to those things as we take this big step forward into what we see God has for us for our future. So that's coming up very 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 soon if you miss all of those dates no worries as long as you're following us on social media you're going to see all of that all right now today is week three of our message series redefined and we have a guest a special guest our favorite she's not even a guest anymore she's here so often let's give it up for crystal if we could
1: thanks let's just keep me as a guest i like it that way better yeah hey guys good morning i'm so good to see you. Oh, I can barely see you. I wish I had some glasses on right now. Um, but if we haven't met, my name is Crystal. If you're watching online, hello, welcome. I'm Crystal. I'm one of the leaders here at the Heart. And as Dom mentioned, we've been in this series called Redefined. And um, you know, whenever we're looking at a series, there's always some type of intentionality. We're talking through an idea or we're looking at our community. And a lot of times we talk through mental health. Um, And sometimes when you come to church, you leave a message or you leave that experience motivated or encouraged. And my hope for you today is that you leave just a little bit confused. Um, So what do I mean by that? When I think through redefined, I think about how throughout this series, and um, as I've been studying for this message today, I've been a little bit confused. And confusion is oftentimes great because it causes us to have some type of curiosity, which allows us to explore. And in your life, there are so many things that have been redefined for you. It's this simplistic yet complex idea when I think about it you have redefined your marriage, you've redefined relationships. Boundaries are often redefined. Friendships are redefined. Words are redefined. And that keeps us moving in a growth phase. Um, Your faith is oftentimes redefined. In fact, there's only one thing that I can think of that should never be redefined. And um, lately I've been seeing some articles about how the fashion industry is trying to redefine it. It's low-rise jeans, anyone know? Anyone seen this? Um, so we're we're not we're not redefining that. It's not being resurrected. It's not coming back ever. We're keeping the high rise. In fact, I hope they just keep getting higher. So when COVID hits, we can just wear jeans as a mask, you know. Um, and sis, if you're under 24, I promise you don't want these these jeans coming back. So it's the only thing I can think about that we should never. Redefined. But today, what I want to talk through, things do uh, Today, what I want to talk through with you is more so this journey that we can be on when we're looking at what it means to be redefined and refined and growth. And then I want to talk to you about something in the book of Peter that um, in this me- message I've been discovering. And it's a word, it's a concept that has already been defined for me in the past and redefined, and yet again, as I was setting for this message, it was redefined again. And that word is chosen. So if you're taking notes, that's what we're gonna look at here in just a bit is this word chosen. Let's pray though before we get started. Father, I thank you for this community. I thank you for this space of transition that you're bringing to the heart, that you're bringing to each of us. God, I pray that in this particular moment for the next 20, 25 minutes that you would allow us to lay everything at your feet and be present here for what you have to say. I pray that your spirit would awaken something inside of each of us. We love you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. So when I think about a definition, um, the first thing that I could think of was to look at the dictionary, and I wanted to have an understanding of like where do these definitions come from? And when they are looking to define a word, there is someone called a lexicographer. That is, I probably mispronounced that, so don't come for me if you know what it actually is. So anyways, this is a kind of person who looks at a word, and they take all the citations, they take all of the abstract um, sentences, and they condense it. And that's how they come up with the definition of a word. And there are so many definitions for different words. In fact, the word set, S E T, has 430 different definitions. It reminds me of on Forrest Gump whenever they're talking about shrimp and there's just like all these ways that you can cook shrimp. So I was looking through that and it, it started to make me think of for myself these simple words in my life that um, I had the same idea. Like, think about Netflix, right? Like, Netflix redefined how we watch movies. If you were Um, born, I don't even know the year, but there used to be Blockbuster. It was a store you go to, you look for a movie. I know Dom and Matt um, were alive at that point. So you go, you get a movie, right? You come home, get your popcorn, it's great. And so then DVDs came out and then Netflix came out. And, And even Netflix has been redefined where it's a streaming, but also there's something called Netflix and chill. If you're married, you probably know about that. And so that's a whole redefined word. Uh, My daughter, she is someone who likes to research different things, and um, this past week, she was telling me, Mom, you know a strawberry is not actually a berry? And I was all, what do you mean? And she was like, yeah, the seeds on a strawberry are on the outside, and so a berry, the seeds are on the inside. So a strawberry is not a berry, but an avocado is a berry because the seed is on the inside. And I was like, you're watching too much TV. So... there was just this simple things that um, are constantly redefined in our lives. And I wrote this down for you because this is why it matters. This is why it is so important for you to take time in your life and throughout this series and really think about where you are, what you're becoming, exploring your faith, exploring what it means to redefine your marriage and your friendships and your boundaries. And so this is what I wrote down. How we define will influence how we perceive, which dictates how we choose. So sometimes we might miss the point if we aren't taking the time to redefine the things in our lives, right? If we're stuck in our ways in something particular, we miss the point. The growth is not there if we're not exploring what um, maybe it's an idea or a word or something in your faith. And so that's why it's so, so important. And um, one of the things, like, while I was thinking about that, I'm a, I'm a mom. My daughter is almost 11. I know I don't look it, but she's almost 11 years old. And, um, you know, growing up, I had, <laughs> why is it so funny, man? <laughs> so growing up, I had these very um, specific ideas of certain words as a kid. And so um, on my own journey, some of these words, I really wanted to redefine for her. And um, the first one I can think of is what it meant to be tough. Um, you know, it's not just Matt when he's up here playing the cotone, uh showing off his muscles, but or, um, you know, rock the rocker, if you watch wrestling, it's not just like this idea of tough, but I really wanted to redefine for her the thought of tough as being vulnerable In difficult situations and Perseverance in difficult situations the idea of love is not just a feel-good Feeling, but it is loving someone through a difficult time. It's uplifting the people Even whenever you're in a rocky place in your relationship. It's serving others so that they can flourish Um, uh, Another word that I was thinking through for that was beauty, you know, it's not just a Low-rise jeans and and makeup. Beauty is really about someone's character and the quality of the human they are. And so those are some things for me personally that have been so important to um, through my own traumas and and through my own experience to be able to redefine something for her and for you. What does that look like in your life? Where are you at right now? Where you feel like there is something on the brink of re. Definition, something on the brink where you know that there is this next step or next phase for you. Is that in your career? Is that in um, a relationship that you have? Is that in your idea of success? These are all things that we can constantly redefine. Now, when we think about that, we also have to take into consideration why it's difficult. Um, When we redefine something, that is difficult because there is change that has to happen. And it's difficult for not only us, but the people that are around us, right? Like, for example, if you are redefining maybe boundaries in your marriage or your relationships or in the way that um, you are deciding to step forward in your behavior at work, whenever we step outside of the norm to someone else, that is difficult. But what we're gonna see through this story in just a little bit in the book of Peter is the beauty of surrendering to that difficulty and walking through it and seeing what is on the other side, not only for us, but for those that are in our lives. I also wrote this down for you. Redefining moments can take us from transition to transformation. So that is the beauty of it. When we take time to look at being redefined, it's not just this moment where a choice changes, but when we truly redefine something in our lives, that can transform transform so much and transform our families, it can transform our community, it can transform our idea of generosity. Matt was talking about how you know he grew up thinking through of generosity as just money,' it's something that he's holding on to and, and really that was a journey for him and through that transformation through redefining what that meant to him, it opened up this door that allowed for connection. So where in your life do you need to open a door and allow for a different kind of connection? I wanna tell you a story about me. So when I was little, I loved sports. I'm talking all sports and I was good at sports. I'm not even gonna try to uh, be humble about this i loved sports i could if you you think you can put your socks on faster than me nah nope you think you're gonna run faster on this treadmill not a chance like anything it was i would turn it into an absolute sport there was just one sport that i was not good at and it was basketball i wanted to be i really did i practiced i was not good at basketball The problem with that is when I was going into middle school, I had played softball my whole life, started when I was really little. So I'm going into middle school, they don't have a softball team, so I decided I'm gonna play basketball, maybe. Um, Because you couldn't cheer and you couldn't do swim team until you were in seventh grade. Basketball, that was it. And I had to be competitive at something. And so um, I had this really great friend when I was little and um, she is the first person that redefined what it meant to be chosen for me. Because we were, we started sixth grade. Basketball tryouts were coming up, and um, in my eye or in my mind, when I think about the word being chosen, when I was little, there were two reasons you were chosen during tryouts. You either had skills, which I did not, or your family knew someone, right? Your mama and them knew somebody, and mine did not. So I was like, not a chance. This isn't going to happen. And so um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you this picture. Let's see. So you look (laughs) at these bangs. So uh, this is me, and also on all of my photos in my yearbook, I put CP just in case I forgot what it looked like. Um, And so I I ended up making this basketball team, but I'm telling you it's only because my best friend at the time, you'll see her here in just a minute, her name was uh, Demetris Mimi McIntyre. And so I think I have another slide where we're, oh yeah, there she is. So this is Mimi. We went to elementary school, and she was a straight Aristotle in sixth grade. She didn't even know it. So before tryouts, she was telling me like, Crystal, you have to practice. You have to have a work ethic. It's about your heart. And during tryouts, I'm telling you, there was no one diving for it. The coach is like, this is not volleyball. I'm like diving across the um, concrete courts that we have in the back of our middle school. Um, But I just had like so much heart and I made the team. I played two games. I missed every shot, Um, but I got to be a part of that team. And it was in that moment that Demetrius Mimi McIntyre really redefined me what it meant to be chosen. And so I carried that lesson throughout my life that it wasn't about um, you know, this idea of being chosen for whatever whatever it was, a sport, a job, uh, as a friend, whatever it was. It was no longer about like, this skill or influence. It was about, um, at, at that time, it was about how hard I was willing to work or how much I was willing to put my heart into it. And so um, I, wanna, I wanna look at that in a story with Peter and Jesus. Um, and here's here's what I want you to leave confused about when it comes to this. So in the Old Testament um, what you will notice is there is a covenant um, with God and his chosen people. They were the Jews, the people of Israel, it was the chosen nation and so oftentimes in the Old Testament that's what you hear people refer to I highly encourage you to go do your research, check it out. Um, There's so much commentary that you can read and learn more about the old testament but the cool thing is the old testament really just laid this foundation for what was to come in the new testament and what would be redefined by jesus and so in this particular book that we're going to look at what you're going to find is the old testament was really um, mainly dealing with the chosen people who were the jews and in the new testament god's dealing mainly with his church and he's redefining what it meant to be chosen. So to give you just a little bit of background here, this particular book, 1 Peter, at this time, um, Jesus, he had already ascended into heaven, and this guy, Peter, he was a disciple. His whole mission was to go out and tell the world the good news about Jesus and why he came to earth and the freedom that he brought. And so um, he had already been in this mission for a couple of years before we get to first Peter. But what is happening is Peter, um, he writes a letter, it's a circulating letter to many different churches. And um, at that time it was uh, in a Roman uh, province, they called it the Asia Minor. Now today it would be called Turkey. But he's writing to these people because these are Gentiles, not Jews. These are Gentile people who had been following Jesus, Jesus's way, and um, they were disciples. And so they were um, in this new covenant with Jesus, but not necessarily recognized as chosen, right? As someone that should be spreading the good news. And so Peter is writing to them to remind them of what Jesus came to do. And that's significant because in this first letter, what we're going to look at is we're going to look at this opening with a greeting, and then we're going to look at the very first thing that he reminds not only these people, but of um, us today. So let me read this to you. This is in uh, 1 Peter, and this is the greeting to the people um, that had kind of felt a little bit marginalized and um, persecuted. He says, but you are God's chosen treasure. Priests who are kings, a spiritual nation, set apart as God's devoted ones. He called you out of darkness to experience his marvelous light, and now he claims you as his very own. He did this so that you would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. For at one time you were not God's people, but now you are. At one time you knew nothing of God's mercy because you hadn't received it yet, but now you are drenched in it. Here is why this is important. When you look at the language that Peter is using to address these people, this is why we know it's a redefined identity. He's using the same language that God in the Old Testament used to address the people of Israel, the chosen one. And so it's this moment of remembrance of who they were, not just who they were, but whose they were. And when I think about that, I'm thinking, You know, maybe the question is less about why um, we're chosen and more about what we're chosen for. And I'm not just talking about these people in the Bible. I'm talking about you and me. What are we chosen for? And if you're not at the place in your, um, you know, faith to say, yeah, I'm really following this, or um, I, you know, I feel like I'm chosen to, Um, spread the gospel or whatever it may be, that's okay. But the whole message, the whole essence of what Jesus did when he came and what we were chosen for was this message of inclusive love. And that is what we're chosen for. And you don't have to be a Christian to show other people love and compassion and to remind people that they are worthy. So from As a child, thinking the word chosen was all about skill to Mimi and me making the basketball team and thinking that the word chosen was about how hard I could work and the practice and the heart that I would put in. There's this beautiful imagery in this book of Peter that I'm reminded that chosen is not about who I am or what I can do but it's about who he is and who he says I am and why he chose me and that was to extend love and to change lives of people around me so I wonder what that could look like for you what does it look like for you in your relationships if you were to maybe surrender to this idea of being able to redefine things in your life redefine maybe what the pain that you're walking through right now what is that for and those are difficult things to look at Maybe you're in a friendship or a relationship where you really need to redefine how you are extending and receiving love. Those are things that can be difficult to walk through like we talked about because it requires change. And sometimes we have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable in the moments of being redefined because it is what will refine us. It is what will sharpen us. It is what will allow us to grow. And so that is my hope for you today. Something that through this book I found so um, powerful was this idea that our creator chooses to partner with his chosen creation. We aren't here on accident. We're not in this room on accident. We're not in this community on accident. We're not in these friendships and relationships on accident. God partners with his creation for connection so that other people would know the truth and the the freedom and the peace that is in him. So that is my hope for you today, that you would leave confused and curious and that you would explore not just your faith, but you would explore all areas in your life throughout this message series and beyond, and mostly that you would never wear low-rise jeans. Will you pray with me? Father, you are so kind. You're so kind to the moments that are painful, those that are hurting. You're such a beautiful reminder that we can lay everything right at your feet, that we're not alone, that it's not over. You're so kind to awaken our soul to something new, to redefine what love is to redefine what it means to be accepted and chosen. I thank you that you always choose us. Let us choose others. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At the heart, we like to say, you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheartchurch/next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at Evo Springtown. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows.